Welcome back to Bold of You to Say. We are back with another episode in the new year, 2021. Everything is going to go back to normal. Everything is... <laughs> 20, 2020 is over. Nothing bad is ever going to happen again. Um, are you familiar with the beginning of World War II? Jared, you know what they say. If you learn history, it's destined to repeat itself. I'm just so, no. saying, the best way to look at this is 19, 2019 was when Hitler rose to power. 2020 was only when he invaded France. The worst is yet to come. Thank you for that hopeful message, Jared. I um, I, ex- I bleed hope here. <laughs> so this episode was a bit more of a slow burn. We uh, we just kind of talked about stuff that's been happening just lately. Vibing, bro. Covered some weird stuff on Reddit. As always, there's timestamps down below. We complained a bit about some stuff that we don't like on social media. Uh, real old man yells at cloud vibe. Yeah. Talked a yeah. little bit about the Mandalorian finale. I mostly just said the same thing. Timestamps will be again, listed out down yeah. below so you can skip to whatever topic you'd like. And with that, let's just jump into it. I found this article the other day in my news feed, uh, just kind of uh, scrolling through stuff. Uh, this article titled Random, the Switch subreddit is having a bit of a meltdown. Uh, mods are telling members to pay their rent. We've just been looking into this. There was a, a tweet that is linked in this article that ended up getting deleted. Um, and it had screenshots of some comments from this one moderator on r slash switch. Um, not r slash Nintendo switch, but r slash switch. Uh, the much Different smaller things, same idea. Yeah. Well, you'd think it's the same idea. Um, they're both a cult with Nintendo names in it. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. You and the audience. I had to go and get my candy orange away from the spiders. Oh, that's okay. They didn't pay rent this time around, so they don't get the candy orange. Yeah. So r slash switch, um, the uh, the smaller subreddit, uh, not r slash Nintendo Switch. Um, it's run by a very strange guy. He's a very fun guy. Yeah. How dare you? <laughs> so th- this guy running the uh, running the subreddit. Uh, what's the guy's name? Cup Knife Spoon. I you know, the I don't name even of a sane person. I don't even know what to like label him as, but um. So I guess just to give you a general idea, I, um, I know what we can name him at, label him as Alex, kitchenware. Oh, hold on! I just skimmed the about community section on r slash switch. <gasps> oh, it comes pre-sliced. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Okay. I'm just so excited about this orange. Okay. Mm. So the uh, under about community, it says it's a Reddit group for making better discussion of Nintendo Switch. No, wait, no, Nintendo Switch. It's N-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-N-T-E-N-D Switch. Thank you so much. Um, unofficial other themes of this subreddit are politics, religion, lifestyle, and the best of Reddit. Uh, so make of that what you will. This is a real community and reflects the lives and interests of real people. Interestingly enough, uh, this subreddit was created September 14th, 2011, so no idea what it was dedicated to before uh, March 2017 Wait. when the Switch was released. Yeah, I was going to say, when was the, uh, the Switch release? Because, yeah, whatever was always Switch. Well, can you even change a subreddit's name like that? I don't know. 
I don't know, but I, anyway, I've never made a subreddit before. Some more weird, um, some more weird things about this subreddit are um, the flares, uh, which is you know for the for the non redditors out there, is like a little tag that you can put on your post to tell people what it's about. Um, the flares are lust, wrath, greed, pride, sloth, and envy. <laughs> and um yeah the uh r slash switch rules include enjoy and bond with nature where you live work and play do not bother children when they are skateboarding wash hands keep washing your hands regularly cover face wear a face covering and enclosed spaces I can agree with them. They're good. Make space. <laughs> stay people. at least two meters apart or one meter with a face covering or other precautions. And it's like, I mean, those are like good. Those are good rules, but it's just really weird that this guy is like trying to like lord over people like this. Then there's like a section called financial planning. Uh, please pay up front any outstanding debts you may have accrued. Do this before now, you do post your purchase. Do this before you post your purchases on this subreddit. Do not fall into arrears for the sake of Reddit karma. Prioritize payments to avoid late payment charges and other fees. Your rent is a priority debt because you could be at risk of eviction if you don't pay it. Consider setting up a direct debit or standing order to pay a regular amount to your creditors. You can often also arrange for your benefits or wages to be paid directly to your creditor if you are struggling to resist the temptation of buying Nintendo accessories and memorabilia. The above is an in informational and general direct directive for financial planning and does not imply additional rules for r slash switch or any kind of individual advice for your for you personally. Please seek a qualified financial professional for personal advice that fits your individual needs and circumstances. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, so this guy is like dedicating space on his Nintendo themed subreddit to tell people to pay their rent. I I don't know what to say other than, you know what? Pay your rent, I guess. Or don't. I, I, guess. I mean, who's going to stop you? I mean, I guess, yeah, you should, but a lot of people can't, and that's the issue. I think we should just eat landlords. Now, here's another uh, str strange section in this subreddit. Compulsory yes. subscriptions. Oh, yeah. This one is great. <laughs> so I guess this guy is saying, if you are going to subscribe to this subreddit, or if you're going to join here's this subreddit. You should also join. Well, it's they, compulsory, they similar Jared. It's themes. compulsory. So if you, Jared, if you join r slash switch, you have to join r slash GameCube, r slash Catholic, um, r slash debt, <laughs> r slash personal finance, r slash Dr. Pepper, r slash just unsubbed, r slash different sob story, r slash eggs, r slash banned video games, r slash love for scalpers. And I just, love for I scalpers, um, we were going over that before. Um, the uh, the bio for this subreddit is a place to talk about the huge issues that plague POP parentheses people of profit 
um, adheres oh to Reddit site-wide TOS. People of profit, are you kidding me? I I 100% believe that it's like it's satire, but you never know. You never know with Reddit. This reminds me of a of a faction in one of my favorite video games. It's called Warframe. There's a there's an enemy type you fight called the Corpus. And their whole thing is that they're a religious cult based entirely around being landlords. You just found the corpus, Alex. I guess. People of profit. <laughs> Fucking Christ. And the uh the the photo for the subreddit is the landlord pride flag, which Oh my god. It it started out as a joke, but you know what happens when things start out as jokes. People take it seriously and they use it unironically. So that's why that's why I say I don't I don't know. I don't know if this is satire or if it's like semi-ironic. <laughs> what the fuck? I just read one of the ones below it. Uh man children getting mad again. This homophobia doesn't come from nowhere. Keep scalping and fighting homophobia, kings. The, uh, that's one of the pin calls posts. a landlord a king as always links in the description um there's the 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 uh, top linked post or the top pinned post is uh the title is i always say that a scalp uh, i'm reading it word for word i always say that a scalpers who doesn't believe in idpol i don't know what that is is no scalpers to me if you're interested in scalping as a form of reparations please consider this template. And there's a an image linked, and it says, how much will a PS5 cost? Starts at $1,500. And I won't go through, I, don't, I won't go through the whole thing, but uh, Jared, are you looking at it right now? I'm sorry. I was deep throwing a Kinder egg, but um, here, I'll go back onto it. There it is. Yeah. I found it. The I always say scalpers who don't believe in Yeah, it, yeah, it and pull. look at the image linked. Oh my god. Yeah, so how much will a PS5 cost? Starts at $1,500. Race, uh, white, add-on $250. Asian, add-on 10. Latino, subtract 50. Black, subtract 100. Other, select 100. Sex, male, add 25. Female, add, uh, subtract 50. Intersex, uh, subtract 75. And it goes through like orientation, gender, country, religion, status. Um, so like your, uh, your, uh, like, socioeconomic status like how much money you make um disability size attractiveness and profession um added up if you can't subtract thirty dollars hold on so i was born as a white man on default okay. settings all right, all right. which means i'm going to be paying thirty thirty hundred dollars for a ps5 if I buy it from this guy, yeah. Let me see. Let, let's compare. Let's compare how much, um, how much we would have to buy a PS5 for with these scalpers. All right. So starts at fifteen hundred. Let me get my uh my calculator out. I'm really bad at math, so this is gonna be kind of pathetic. To so start at fifteen hundred. Oh no, I'm in the United States, so it's actually just plus twenty. So we're good there. Uh, I'm in. Oh, I get a minus now because I'm poor. Nice. Wow, fuck these guys. Okay, so I guess minus 30 for me on attractiveness, assholes. All right, so mine uh, totals out to uh, $1,830. What did you get? I'm still doing it. 
How much was yours? Eighteen thirty. Mine's seventeen ninety. How did you get more than me? I don't know. Did I forget to add something? Well, the uh, under religion, non-religious zero. If in U.S. subtract twenty. Um, oh, I don't know because I got more than you, so that doesn't that don't add up. Oh, I forgot to add. Uh, I forgot to add. Uh, I'm not disabled. Yeah. So eighteen fifteen. Damn, I got I got fifteen dollars higher than you. Damn, I guess that means you're that's you're a, more of the straight man in this relationship. That, that's more of um, yeah. That's a that that's a fun game that you can play at home along with us viewers. <laughs> yeah. So this this subreddit r slash uh, love for scalpers. Um, scrolling through it, definitely satire. I love it. And there's a bunch of memes about non scalpers not understanding supply and demand. Alex, I don't think this is fake because I there's someone actually posting scalping stuff. I don't know if it's a joke or not, but it's old Toy Story toy, toys, and they're they're saying they're gonna sh- sell them for a hundred plus each. Uh, I, th- I think it's a joke. Now I look at the replies, but from the first first looking, this does kind of seem. Oh, there's someone asking for advice on how to start scalping. Oh, that's disgusting. I think we... I don't know how I feel about this. It could be... Sat- I think it's both. I think there's people that are using it as satire. The other people are using it as actual fucking scalping shit. Well, hold on. Did this start out as satire that then uh, got taken over by genuine scalpers? Or was it I taken over by the people doing the stuff ironically? Makes you think, I, I doesn't it? I honestly don't know. Yeah, it does. Uh, the thing, though, is I did do a little research into the banned video games one. That is very clearly uh, fucking satire. Like, very dumbed-down satire. All of it is just shit posts saying, God damn these gamers. For example, uh, this one. Disgusting gamers have no respect for other cultures. Uh, Ghosts of Tsushima fans head to Tsushima Island to rape and vandalize the Tori Gate. I don't think this one is real. Yeah. Now, I just want to check out the Dr. Pepper one, because... What's r slash eggs? One of the... One of the, the, the second quote... It's just eggs. Like, top post for, uh... For Dr. Pepper is just some guy day five with no Dr. Pepper. It's literally... R slash eggs is literally just, it's literally just eggs. The GameCube one is more normal than this, and I'm happy about that. Look at what I sent to General. Is it, is it one of the egg posts? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Alex. It's how double why? eggs are made. I am. Oh, Cup Knife Spoon is also a mod on... Um, Oh, no, I'm looking at Switch. I thought it was still in the egg one. Never mind. I was going to say, I wouldn't be surprised if all the ones he says that people should follow if they follow this one are just ones he's part of. Let's look at what this guy has posted. Knife Spoon? Cup Knife Spoon, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I don't really use Reddit. How do I find him? He's, um... Never mind, I found it. Yeah, he's listed under Moderators. Image posts are disabled. The Wii U is superior to the Nintendo Switch. Well, that's just incorrect. Well, hold on. Hold on. Let's... Some of these are clickbait. 
I just, his wife gave him his Christmas present early so he could beat the Christmas present karma rush. The kids have been asking, Dad is delivering. Christmas is going to be great. This this Wii U is superior to the Nintendo Switch. Okay, so I don't want to go through it like point by point, but just looking at the first paragraph, it says Wii U is basically the better version of the Switch. You can switch between playing handheld or on the TV without having to get up and put the console back. I guess that's a good point if you're only playing in the living room. But the Switch, you can yeah. actually take with you places. The Wii U has just as many great games as the Switch, but is also backwards compatible with all the Wii games. That's just flat out wrong. I mean, yeah, it's compatible with Wii games. That's fine, I guess. But the Wii U does not have just as many great games as the Switch. The Switch has just as many great games as the Wii U, plus actual third-party support. I can't believe that I would have to like explain this. Oh my god, someone posted in r slash switch two days ago, why is this sub weird, thinking of leaving Reddit, Nintendo, and it's tagged Wrath. Cup Knife Spoon says, please just leave, you have no post history on here, why is it so hard, why do you need attention? The post has 23 upvotes, Cup Knife Spoon's comment uh, with my down vote has negative three points. I don't understand what he got is ratioed. happening. He got ratioed on his own subreddit. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so anyway, um the most satisfying thing to do is ratio a racist on Twitter. Yes. Anyway, do you want to move on to uh one of the uh, topics that I have written down? I wanted to talk about uh Yes, let me take a peek at the one about again. the uh, meme pages. All right, now let me let me do the official introduction to the topic. <gasps> that's the that's the the thing that's how we start now so anyway uh leaving reddit focusing a bit more on um instagram primarily um i've noticed this a lot there's a lot of people that run meme pages and i've seen this on instagram because that's where i'm most active uh people run meme accounts where they like they run ads which in a vacuum, fine if you want to post memes and also um, run ads, you know, to make money. That's fine, I guess. But a lot, most, most, if not all of these meme pages are made up, like, at least mostly uh, by stolen content. Oh, yeah. So it's mostly just stuff that they screenshotted from Twitter or another Instagram page. To and put then it they simply, just post this it. is... This is the equivalent of taking of doing a Twitch stream highlights video and then monetizing it. Yeah. You put like five different ads throughout the entire thing. Yeah. This it's is only like a 10 minute long video. This is a direct message to anyone that runs an Instagram meme page where they make money on it. If, Kill yourself. If the page that you're running is made up of stolen content I joke. and you are making money off of it, you are a bad person. Yeah. Like, remember, um, oh no, remember, Uh, are you okay? I got chocolate goo all over my hand. Like, remember when, um, when fuck Jerry got in trouble, um, a while ago? Yeah, I know, but you know what? He said fuck me, so I'm not too upset. Yeah, like, like when that, when that all went down, um, everyone was like getting mad at this uh this account for like you know posting a bunch of um 
like stolen content and then like making money off of it. It's this exact same thing that it, it's still happening now and it's just as bad. Yeah. I think the only difference though is that fuck Jerry is like a actual corporation. Oh, it says in their yeah. bio now all content is owned or licensed or else they'll get fucking sued again. <laughs> I think the most annoying part about them, though, is that all the ads are the same, and it's just a link to some girls' OnlyFans. I know. They're all they're all OnlyFans ads. I don't get that. I've never wanted to not use a website more than every time I see an ad for OnlyFans on Instagram. I know. it's And, and it makes it so, like, you can't scroll through Instagram in public, or else you'll see, like, a mostly naked girl, like, on, on screen. And then, like... Yeah. It, like god forbid you aren't concealing your phone you know like someone looks over your shoulder it's like hey this guy's looking at porn what if they just sit there and watch with you <laughs> yeah um no 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 don't scroll away yet i want to see what happens <laughs> and the preview quick dude i'll give you 15 dollars. we need to get this working again yeah that's it's so irritating it's weird it's not just irritating it's fucking weird like it's also scummy because you don't make those contents like i know memes it's like you know like no one actually owns any of the content used in memes and it's like you can steal them and shit and no one gives a fuck because they're just memes but when you monetize them oh yeah it's like public domain yeah that's like if i wrote a story like like and i just used all the shit in public domain and I just like, it's just a complete retelling of like, I don't know, one of the Grimm's fairy tales, for example. Oh, yeah. Well, a retelling is, it, it's different. It's it's distinct. Like, no, no, no. It's still just word from word exactly what oh, it says in the thing. Yeah. And just I still like mark it up for like $10. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'd be a shitty person for doing that. That's, that's, I think there's a crime against it too. Yeah. A law against it too. Yeah. Like, can we just talk about like the greater issue of people like presenting content as their own with ad, but, but without adding any substance or value to it? Yeah. It just creates, it's the same thing with how uh artist Twitter is where someone posts a picture that they drew and stuff. Someone takes it and posts it on Reddit for, for karma. Like, Oh, I drew this picture and stuff. It's like, then all of a sudden the person that actually put the time and effort into creating that piece isn't the person that's getting the recognition for it. Now people are trying to commission some Joe Schmo who doesn't know how to do art to do stuff. Yeah. No. And speaking of art like, though. Um, yeah. When, when someone posts art that they didn't make and they say, Oh yeah. Um, they, they say something like, uh, Credit to credit to the artist, um, or like tag the artist if you know them or if you know who who did this. It's like, bro, you have Google. Yeah, you can just look up the. You can reverse image uh, search it and find like, out where it originated, and then credit the artist. It's not if that I don't difficult. Know who the artist is, I'm not going to like go and post the thing i have pictures i want to post and like show people because it's like oh this is some cool stuff i found but it's like i don't know who it is i'm not gonna fucking post it yeah just do a reverse image search and just try to find the one that matches the most because i know some of times it's difficult because some people especially nowadays with all the fucking reddit pieces of shit like they'll take credit for it and then you just don't know 
So some people are like doing that, going, getting the image and stuff, and then like they're getting fucking redditors saying that, oh, I drew this. This is my piece. Yeah. It's bullshit. It's fucking bullshit, man. Yeah, no, you see on um there's a version of that on every platform, unfortunately. Like I've been yeah. getting more active on TikTok, link in description. And <laughs> um, you see it on TikTok and you even see people posting it on Instagram, people that didn't make the TikTok posting the TikTok. Um Yeah, they just react they um they duet videos that other people made just with their face reacting to it. Yeah. And that's it. That's that's the extent to which they will add any value to the original video. Or like when people are um are like on on TikTok, they'll like have a screenshot of a uh, of a tweet and then they'll just green screen it behind them and read it out in that like that uh with that like audio filter that makes your voice like all like shaky or whatever. The wobbly effect. Yeah, the the wobbly effect. And they like fake laugh. Like they, they laugh so hard that it's like obviously fake. Yeah. Ugh. There is no good memes from this year. And everyone that has done memes is terrible now. Yeah. Twenty twenty was a was a black hole of a year. And it's still not over yet. It's only 2021. We have to wait till 2030 for this all to be over. Welcome to the second depression. <laughs> yeah, honestly. The greater, the greatest depression. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? Let's consult my wise spiritual guide. Magic 8-Ball, are we going to die this year? Better not tell you now. <laughs> Fuck. I don't want to put anyone's hopes up, but my Magic 8-Ball has never been wrong before, so... Drink to that. But, you know, back to fucking... We'll complain for a little bit more about social media. Don't worry, we will talk about something interesting. Um, Jerry, did you see the uh, the announcement trailer for the uh, Old Republic series? No, they're doing it? Yes, yeah, it, well, it's uh, a book series. Oh, I was hoping it's a movie. Yeah. But you know what? Books are good. It's a shame that it's going to immediately crash and burn because no one buys them anymore. Well, I'm sure people but will be buying the audio joke about Yeah, it wasn't a joke about like boomers and stuff. It's a joke about like how we don't have any money and the entire world's currently dying. So anyway, you wanted to complain about one more social media thing before... Uh, before yeah, I just, I just wanted to jump back into the whole like... The stealing memes and shit, making money off it. Like you know, like you're a you're a stand up comedian and shit, Alex. Allegedly, like, yeah. <laughs> but like you you do stand up and everything like that. Like, how do you feel knowing that there are people online now probably making the same amount or more than you did for just reposting my name is Jeff. Well, I've made a grand total of $20 from stand-up. Well, um, actually closer to like 100 150 if we include that one talent show. Um, but yeah, still, the, yeah, it's fucking infuriating like how little effort it takes to be like a, an Instagram like comedian with all the air quotes in the world. I am an Instagram comedian. What I do is I take pictures 
from like video games and movies put the quote that the guy says and replace one of the words with cock. And I'm an Instagram comedian now. Now tell me, Jared, um, where exactly uh, do you display your Oscar? Uh, well, it's right next to all my other trophies in my ass. <laughs> the other horrible form of social media com- uh, comedy is um, those people like, I don't know how to like concisely describe this this waste of a group of people um but you know like the people that post like faking my death to prank my girlfriend vlog oh video. god yeah those things all are fucking just horrible yeah it's absolute cringe or the people that like post the same old tired joke in sketch form and the only like joke is like misogyny and making a funny face oh you mean stone toss well, Stone Toss is a whole other breed of moronic. Stone Toss is just actually a Nazi. I know. <laughs> Stone Toss thinks that the word Nazi is a slur. You know what? If it if that's all it takes to make him feel fear, never stop using it. I've never met the man before, nor do I want to, because I have a feeling his skin erodes anything it touches and the stench he exuberates is probably quite unpleasant and i don't know if the word i just used actually is a word or really works in any sense in any form of conversation but you know what it's you fuck you the english language was made by drunk idiots and we are stuck with it yeah no i get the i get the general vibe that stone toss like his like he's covered head to toe in just neckbeard skin? No, 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 not skin. It's not skin. It's just mucus. It's like a worm, except <laughs> well, it's like, if you skin a worm. Like his skin like all over his bits, body but... is like the skin that's like on like a neckbeard. Yes. He has my skin. <laughs> <laughs> like you look at Stone Toss and you're just like, yep, he's a Redditor. No offense, Redditors. He's like if a scrotal skin graft was a personality. You mean 4chan user? <laughs> I'm just going off on all barrels tonight. Just wait till we get to Facebook. I'm kidding. Your mom's a very nice person. My mom has never used Facebook and she refuses to make an account. And I feel I wasn't referring to you, Alex. I know. I was referring to the audience's collective just, mom. I really, I, I had the. Who I fucked. I had the compulsive need to make it about myself. Alex, don't worry. I'll make you about myself. I don't know what, what I was, what that was supposed to. Today has been a very nice day, and I want all of the listeners to know that. It's just a, well, it's just a slow, bold statement week. Yeah, we had nothing happened this week. We skipped uh, a podcast. Yeah, and we this had to is skip what a week. You, you get back because we skipped a week. We're all you think rusty. there'd be more com. You think there'd be more more co- like like condoms? No, that's not the word I was looking for. More product? I don't know. Content. I don't know the word I was looking for. Yeah, content. <laughs> <laughs> You'd think there'd be more product. <laughs> I, I, I just I I just it's just. 
Ugh. You think there'd be more content for us to work with, but I'm afraid you guys are all lazy and didn't do much, so... Well, MatPat hasn't said any Nazi shit lately, so there's not much to respond to. I can't wait for him to try and use Etika as an excuse again. What has MatPat been up to? I don't know, but, you know, we let Hitler do a bunch of stuff unnoticed. Just saying. Now, I'm not comparing MatPat to the... To, I'm not saying he's the next Adolf Hitler. I'm just okay, saying you know that we can Matt talk Pat, a little bit so. about Matt Pat because the week after we did our episode about like why the Empire, the space Nazis are actually bad, uh, he did a video uh, titled "The Lorax Movie Lied to You," and in that video, he basically just defends anarcho-capitalism. God damn it! His his, his argument you basically boils down to. He's a hardworking young man, so he deserves to run a, a, a corporation that threatens the lives of all the uh, little woodland creatures. Oh, in a second, Alex, I'm losing my vibe. I'm going to do a line of Coke real quick. God, how much better would this podcast be if we were on cocaine? So, Alex, I need to tell you something real quick. I watched Skin Theory. You watched it? I watched all a hundred, an hour, however many minutes it was. Okay, tell me about it. Holy shit. Okay, so basically what skin theory boils down to is that uh, it's the, it is the repeated evidence that supports the claim that no one in Bikini Bottom is in their actual skin. That's a surprisingly good... Uh, um, uh, abridged version of the of the of the video there is so much evidence it's kind of believable it only shows up in the first four seasons like the, the, the most of the evidence like there's still some bits here and there but it's like the biggest like things related to it are there like for example there is canonically stores in spongebob's universe where you can buy fake body parts well that's interesting there is a character that Spongebob harasses during one of the episodes that is wearing one of the said fake body parts. Uh, it's just... I know it's not what the creators had in mind, but like the idea that no one in that universe is who they really are makes sense when you see that there's Patrick's skin suits. And that no one's upset by it. Patrick's not confused by it. He's not worried, because he's also wearing a Patrick skin suit. I don't know what they are, Alex. <laughs> Link in description. <laughs> the theory, though, is a very work-in-progress one, because he doesn't know what they are underneath the skin suit, and it's just... I don't know if that's comforting or terrifying. Now, moving on <laughs> to our next topic. Yeah, Star this week Wars! We, this week we don't have a whole lot planned out, so we're just kind of talking about whatever. We're just trying to break at least the 30-minute mark. That way we can say... Oh, we're at 40... We're trying to break the hour mark, so we can at least say it's a podcast length. Yeah. But, uh... We're trying to break out a video essay length. I mean... I can go through Twitter and see if there's some artist shit going down. Maybe that'd be cool. No, that's fine. Because it's oh, usually dumb shit. I wanted to talk a little bit about this. I didn't really have a whole lot, you know, planned out uh, to talk about it. I just wanted to kind of gush about Bioshock. 
Oh yeah, do it. I'll so Bioshock. Like every piece of media, um, I have discovered Bioshock about ten years after it was popular. Um, we just started playing Bioshock Remastered, uh, like less than a week ago. I'm like a few hours into the story. It's incredible. Um, I really like the uh, the the world. It feels very distinct. Um, I I played uh, all of Fallout Three, um, a large amount of Fallout Four, and a very small amount of Fallout New Vegas. And I appreciate about Bioshock the same stuff that I appreciate about the Fallout games. Yeah, where the uh, the world feels very distinct. Um, it's very much its own style. Um, but unlike Fallout, uh, the character models do not look like a fever dream. Oh yeah, no, a lot of the characters in Bioshock, like, there's some really cool fun facts about this game. I'm gonna break it down for you. First fun fact, every single splicer is based off of horrible mutilations found in World War One victims. Really? Yes. Every mutilation you see, every, like, bizarre, deformed face, that is an actual human face. And you just killed it. Well, she... <laughs> yeah, but, uh, so playing the game, though, it, it, it gave me a lot of, like, similar vibes to, like, Half-Life Alex, where it, it feels like if Bioshock, at least to the extent that I've played it, if it was a VR game, it would be right at the top along with Half-Life Alex in terms of, like, you know, the the feel of, assuming it was done to the same level of quality, it would be the the same level of like you know like this i guess what am i trying to say like the uh it's the same level of like distinct world and like awesome like mechanics um yeah like okay for example uh one of the main mechanics in bioshock if you haven't played it is that you uh you have something called plasmids which are um it's basically superpowers like, in a can. Yeah, superpowers in a can where you like inject yourself with some with some juice and it makes you shoot lightning or shoot fire or it gives you telekinesis, uh, so There's on and so one on. One of them, I don't know if you've gotten it yet, but it's absolutely the most body horror, just horrifying thing to get. What is it? And it's, I think it's called like bee swarm or something like that. But basically, what happens is your left hand turns into a bee's nest and you see bugs crawl in and outside of your pores yikes and how, you how is that useful at people you shoot, you shoot wasps. wasps at people right most of the the plasmids uh the lore behind them is they're supposed to be things that are cool to like help you with stuff right but like half of them are just because someone was just like that'd eh, be fucking cool if i could shoot bees out of my hands i mean i guess yeah <laughs> So it's like a beekeeper gets to gets to rapture. He's no longer constrained by governmental rulings. Gets his chemistry set out. Finally, become beehive. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I that, love that, Bioshock. That mechanic, it, it feels very VR-ish. Like oh yeah, shooting, no, wait till you uh, shooting uh, stuff play out Bioshock of your hand. Bioshock Two. Uh, you play as one of the big daddies, and you can use plasmids still. Nice. And the way they have it set up, because you're a big daddy, you don't have to worry about like the weight of weapons in your other hand, is you can dual wield a plasmid and also a weapon at the same time. Well, how does that work? You know, no spoilers, no spoilers. 
I mean, you just you just hold a gun in one hand and use plasmids in the other. To it translates to controller basically by the left trigger now is you th- you you throw plasmids and the right trigger is you shoot people. Huh. Uh, I think they had to remove a, a mechanic for it to work. I think aiming's gone. But most of the guns you use are shotguns anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, you couldn't you can't aim down sights in the first one. Um yeah, unless it's a mechanic the, uh, later on in the game. No, 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 you can't. I think it's you push down on the analog stick and it brings well, in your I'm sights. Well, I'm not playing on controller, Jared. Well, look up the, the PC controls then, because it should say. It's weird, though, because it's like a toggle. It's not like a normal one. Oh. Like, I, I usually it when just it's a toggle. Play. Yeah, I usually just played without the aim down sights. The only time I ever used it was one time, and it's because I was running out of ammo in my, uh, in, in my assault rifle, the drum mag gun. And then after that, I just never used it again because shotguns are overpowered as fuck and can basically kill everyone in one hit. Bioshock is great, though. Like, the lore... How how far have you gotten in the story so far? Um, I just got the camera. Oh, so you're working with Peaches. I think so. The, uh, the guy that stutters who lives in the fridge. Yes. Okay, yeah. Yeah, you... you I you, got... You're, I got to like the the one point. Yeah, I I have to take pictures of three different like types of creatures. Yeah, the spider splicers. These guys are easy. You just look for guys crawling around on the ceiling. (laughs) Saying it like that, (laughs) I keep forgetting just how much of a horrible place Rapture would be to live in. Just because like everybody's like a junkie with like horrible skin conditions. And then you got weird ones with even grosser superpowers. Like, there's guys that can teleport. There's the fucking big daddies that parole the streets. Fucking guys crawling on ceilings and shit. Yeah. Now, Bioshock is, like, the exact kind of thing that I'm, like, a sucker for. Like, Oh, it's great. It's a utopia Like, old-timey atmosphere with futuristic technology and weird shit. Oh, and it's so underwater, good. so that's bonus points. Again, I, I really recommend... A lot of people say they don't like the second one, and I can understand why, but I love the second one. You need to get it, because since you're basically a big scuba diver, there are parts where you actually go out and explore the city outside of Rapture. Nice. Like, the actual, like, underwater part. You just kind of walk around in it. It's not really much combat, but it's a really awesome set piece to actually look at. And it's just so nice. But yeah, no. Fucking Bioshock uh, is one of the greatest game series ever, and I'm mad it's dead now. Yeah, I, I, bought the, uh, I bought the collection, so I have the first two, the first two remastered, uh, Bioshock Infinite, and... Um, How much have you wanted to shoot the KKK? Uh, can you rephrase the question, because I... How much have you wanted to shoot the KKK? Like, in general? Yeah, like... Do you like really want to shoot the KKK? I mean, I don't want to. I don't particularly want to shoot anyone, but I feel like if anyone deserves it, it's them. You're gonna really love Bioshock Infinite, then. Nice. You f- you fight the Sky KKK. The Sky KKK. Yeah. So uh, the rundown of Bioshock Infinite is basically uh, you're no longer in Rapture. I won't explain why, but you're in a you're in Con. I think it's called Concordia. That doesn't sound right. No, 
I don't remember, but you're basically it's a flying city, and it's the same idea, except instead of it being Andrew Ryan who's all like, fuck the government and everything else, we're gonna have our party under the sea. It's a really racist guy who believes a lot in God and thinks he's the second coming of Jesus. Yikes. Sky racists! <laughs> gonna shoot him with a fucking laser gun. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, out of all of them, Bioshock... One is probably my favorite, but I really love Bioshock 2. Uh, Infinite is good because it's it, it, like they're all great games, but it's just it's such a departure from the series because it's no longer the atmospheric like underwater. You're like you're in an actual city with like very little horror elements. So like it just kind of feels weird at first. But it's also good. It's also really good. And I recommend you play all of them. And the DLCs. All right, yeah, I will. What is this, Alex? What did, uh, you, did you just see send the link me? that I sent? It's the Alex, forbidden that's donut. poisonous. <laughs> Alex, no. <laughs> Let's see what else is going on. What else is happening? Oh, what did you think of the uh, the Mandalorian finale? Oh, I thought it was pretty good. Got to remember what happened because I do not remember what happened. Oh yeah, Luke right, Skywalker showed up. They, uh, they attack, uh, they, okay. I have a lot of things I want to talk about with this. First things first, everyone that complains about how Boba Fett lost in that fist fight is a fucking perma-virgin douchebag. I want to go over that because a lot of people on Twitter were complaining about it. They're like, how did Boba Fett lose in a fight? It's because of feminism. It's like, no. Boba Fett lost in a fight because he's only ever really good in the comics and, like, a uh, few episodes of Mandalorian would show him fight like the worst stormtroopers ever. Yeah. Also, he wasn't not... trying to kill that person. And also, she was a fully trained Mandalorian. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like. I'd say that they were equally matched. I, I, was, I just want to point out, though, if Din Jaren, like the, the title character, fought Boba Fett, they wouldn't complain if it ended in a draw. They would celebrate it. Well, yeah, because they're both men. Yeah. It's so that puts, so them on, uh, that puts them on an equal level in the eyes of these people. Yeah. I'm telling you, though, when I was watching that, I was freaking out. I was like, oh, this is so fucking awesome. Hell yeah. Mandalorian fight. And then there's like all these people on the internet. She doesn't have a penis. That's basically what's coming down to. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was, um, well, what do you think about them adding Luke Skywalker in at the end? Because, like, I, you could, you could make the argument that including Luke Skywalker as, like, you know, the, the, the Jedi that comes and saves the day and, and takes Grogu with him, like, that, that, that kind of falls under what we've been complaining about. With the whole, like, oh, this is only a story about one family dynasty, you know? Yeah, I was upset that it wasn't any of the other extended universe characters, but I was also excited that we see a young Luke Skywalker again. Yeah. But I think the biggest thing to take away from this is, canonically, they just said Grogu gets burned alive by Kylo Ren. Yikes. <laughs> it's like... They're like, they, they never thought about it. They're like, yeah, he's also Luke the reason Skywalker that Palpatine came back. <laughs> yeah. 
they make Grogu the reason Palpatine's alive again, and they also imply that he gets brutally murdered by a douchebag. <laughs> everyone loves for some reason. I hate that. I want to talk about this. This is well, my they, rant. They like oh, Kylo Ren because he's attractive. I guess. Like, no offense to Adam Driver, but, like, I knew a lot of guys with big noses in high school, and girls weren't exactly fawning over them. Well, I think it's especially in The Force Awakens. Like, in, in, in The Force Awakens, oh, when he's uh, possibly, to be more than, possibly more than the other ones, he kind of looks like a dreamboat. What's a dreamboat? Like, attractive. Like, he looked dreamy in that movie. Kind of looked like a teen heartthrob. Huh. But no, yeah, for that reason, in that reason alone, everyone convinced themselves that he deserves a redemption arc. Yeah. But no, the, um, when, when Luke Skywalker showed up in the Mandalorian, I, I feel like that could have been an opportunity to, you know, bring, bring in another like Jedi, bring in Cal, Cal Kestis. Kestis. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Because, I mean, it's not even like you'd have to recast him or anything. Like he's already played by a, a guy like he's in a he's in a video game and the guy that they got to play him, I forget his name, but they just pretty much put his face in the game so they could have yeah. just cast him for that for that role, you know, or right. have Ahsoka come back. You know, I, I didn't understand why. I mean, I, 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 I guess I get why she wouldn't want to train him because, you know, she went through all that all the shit with Anakin. but. Yeah, like Ahsoka, Cal Kestis, the guy from Rebels. I had never watched it, but people seem to oh, like uh, him. Ezra. Ezra? Yeah. Yeah, they could have brought him in. Yeah. Well, no, because like, cause with Luke Skywalker, you already know what happened. You already know his his whole deal. You know where he's going to end up. And yeah. you, you know that Grogu is either going to die at the temple when uh when the knights of ren attack or you know he i guess there's a there's a chance that he could just kind of leave i think it's uh, but i mean at that point he back. would be like the equivalent of a toddler yeah i think as Grogu opposed to a baby is, i think he's gonna i think he's gonna come back into mandalorian maybe i don't know i feel like mandalorian season three has to be like completely untethered from Grogu because yeah, like, like do you really want the show to now. be about just this kid being taken from place to place? Like we've gotten two seasons of two seasons of that and like it's fine. We've we've gotten that I, story and we got closure. Do I don't need want another the story to focus entirely on Grogu being like with him, but I wouldn't mind him and Grogu still being together. Like I just don't want him to be like the main, like, you know. Yeah. The main capiche of the whole thing. Cause like there's so much other stuff they can do with it now. They got uh like they got all these other characters now introduced and shit. And like there's a whole Mandalorian subplot going on. And I just want to say I'm very upset that Boba Fett didn't do much in the last episode. Like he got in the yeah. fight with the Mandalorian chick and then just immediately left them. And it's like yeah, I don't, I, this is it. I mean, he said he was going to get him this far and he did, but come on, man. Come on. Yeah, looking back on it, Boba Fett didn't really do much in The Mandalorian. 
It's because they're saving him for the book of Boba Fett, which I'm super oh, yeah, fucking right. excited for. I can't wait to see what they do with it. I hope he has horrifying nightmares. Yeah, I think it would be kind of cool to... Because they kind of touched on that in The Mandalorian, like with... Um, like, there's no, like... Oh, you're oh, playing Boba Fallout Fett. 4. Yeah, I'm just trying to get this stuff working. Yeah, I just got the notification. Yeah, anyway. Don't worry. Yeah, we got a, like a little glimpse into you know his inner workings when um i i forget her name but the the mandalorian uh that he got into the fight with um uh yeah i forget her she name was too, like she's like bo katan's right hand man yeah and bo katan was like i've heard your voice a million times like i i think it would be you're a clone rather interesting to see you know boba fett kind of dealing with the fact that there's a million of him in an army you know like yeah. dealing it doesn't have to be a show about that but it would be nice to see a bit more yeah i guess it would be nice to see that elaborated on and expanded upon yeah what's the whole mandalorian thing like with boba fett being in it i was really hoping there'd be more stuff with him just in general it just seemed like he was just kind of just the ship guy. Yeah. Like, uh, you ever play Mass Effect? I have not. Okay, well, in every Mass Effect game, there is a pilot that you talk to. In the first three, it was your friend Joker, who was like this well-rounded character the who Joker? talked to you. Yeah. Nah, nah, nah. He's this, he's this cripple guy that flies the ship, but he's like one of the best characters in it and stuff. And then in the fourth game that they made, they have a guy named Kahlo who is not that, doesn't talk to anyone, is very antisocial, and has a backstory that if you really delve deep enough into it, it's actually kind of neat, but no one cares about him. That's what Boba Fett was. Boba Fett was just kind of there. <laughs> like, he was part of the crew, but he just... I don't know. Yeah. Well, I feel like a lot of Boba Fett's appeal is how nebulous he is. Like, you don't know a lot about him. Um, at least, I, judging off of the movies. I haven't read the comics that he's in. Um, I'm sure they go into more detail about him personally, but at least in the movies, you don't know a lot about him, and that makes him a mystery. And that that was his appeal for a really, really long time. Yeah, is that he's a mysterious character, and like yeah. now he's you know he's Boba Fett. Everyone knows who Boba Fett is. He's he's Boba Fett. Yeah, I really am hoping the book of Boba Fett does like make him like an actual character, like make him an enjoyable character too. So he's not just an asshole we watch for an hour. Right. It's just you know I I am a little worried about Book of Boba and where which direction it could go with him. Well, if it's I don't know. I, I know next to nothing about it. But um if it is um if it if it's Dave Filoni and John Favreau in charge of that, um like they are with the Mandalorian, um, I have really high expectations for it. If it's the guys that did the best Star Wars stuff today, then we should be good. Yeah. It's like Dave Filoni and John Favreau are the only two people that are saving Star Wars at the moment. Also, I just want to point out, I was, like, really surprised. You know who did the uh, the episode, The Tragedy? Like, Remind the me which one it? that one was. Uh, Boba Fett comes in and Grogu gets kidnapped. Okay, yeah. 
That was done by Robert Rodriguez. The of guy Spy that did Spy fame. Kids. Yep. Really? Apparently he's a huge Boba Fett fan, and he basically begged John to let him do it. And uh, one of the ways he got them to like do the fight choreography is he had his kids do it with toys and stuff. And like they just they just really liked that, and that's what they went with. So you know how like you see Boba Fett. That guy's Fett career be- would be nothing without his kids. I know. Every movie that they have is just a fever dream they've had at some point. <laughs> Remember Spy Kids? Not Spy Kids, uh Shark Boy and Lava Girl. But it's a movie that his daughter wanted him to make because she had a dream about Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Yeah. You know, I it's, really want to watch that show, um, We Can Be Heroes, where they brought what's that? back I think that's what it's called. It's on Netflix. It's um it's uh directed by um yeah, what's the guy's name? Robert Rodriguez. Yeah, Robert Rodriguez. Yes, it's directed by Robert Rodriguez and it uh I think it's like a next generation of superheroes kind of thing. Oh my god. I just looked it up. Are you One of the at images. It? Yeah, it's a bunch of kids and stuff, and they're like, I guess they're being trained. But one of the images I'm looking at is Shark Boy and Lava Girl, and they're in the magnet world. Yep. Yeah, it's uh it brings back uh it brings back Shark Boy and Lava Girl as um as parents. They had a kid together? Yeah. How? Oh, Pedro Pascal is in it. Does he play Shark Boy? No. Oh. No, it looks like he's just a guy. I hate it when they get Pedro Pascal and stuff, and they just make him a guy. I still can't oh, decide if Pedro Pascal is hot or not. Because, like, there's there's moments in things that he's in where I'd say he's very attractive. But there are other times, like when he takes his... Well, the first time that he took his helmet off in The Mandalorian... Okay, to Where? be fair, though, I don't think he's supposed to look attractive at that point. That's the most realistic look that you can get for a guy who has never taken off his helmet for, like, all of his life. And it's just taken off in the middle of a battle where he you got his what? ass handed to him. I guess you're right. It's like it's like one of my favorite things about Venom is how Eddie Brock is just he looks like shit the whole movie. And it's because he's just literally in the shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but like even in that, like he's still attractive. He's still a little attractive, but like look at him. He's like covered in dirt and dried blood. Look, if you and like if you cover an attractive person in in dirt, they're still attractive. True. Oh, but well, like I think- Pedro Pascal in the same property can range from being like a two and a half to like a nine. It just depends on how hard the missile hit his face. <laughs> That's the thing that I, I don't think we talked a lot about, though, is uh, I forget that Bill Burr does voice acting and stuff. Oh, yeah. And, like, I forgot he's like a professional voice actor now. As I was and I was just like, I think I was too surprised with how well he did in Mandalorian. Because I forget. Yeah, this guy does stand up, so he's confident, like. And he also, like, does voice acting. And that's, like, two of the things you need to be an actual actor is, like, confidence in yourself and also be able to do actual, like, acting. And, like, half of what he did was just just both of those put together. And it's like, oh, thinking about it now, I mean, it's still impressive. Well, you know, acting tends to be pretty important when you're an actor. Yeah. (laughs) 
I just think uh, I just think maybe I praised him too too much and too hard because it seems like I was like, oh, this guy's never done anything before. That's a lie. Well, I know that he's in F is for Family, the show that he created, but he's the dad. What? He's the stepdad in King of Satin Island. Yeah, what else is he in? You said he's a, a professional voice actor, so I'm assuming actor. he's in other things. I remember, hold on, let me get Google up. I remember seeing him in a few things when I looked him up, and I was like, oh, he's in that? I think it's mostly just comedy shit. Uh, what's, you know, I'll just find the fucking book. Oh, he was it. in The Heat. Yeah. He's Here you in go. Daddy's Home. He was in F is for Family, The King Night. of Staten Island. He was in Breaking Bad, Paper Tiger, Chappelle's Phone. He's okay, been in a lot of stuff. Kinda, yeah. A lot of his comedian things. Oh, yeah. He was in The Front Runner. I want to watch that. Zombievers. <laughs> yeah, most of what he's in is just comedy stuff. I think that's porn. Never mind. I, I don't think that he was in porn. Oh, not yet. I think that one of the weirdest things that he was apparently in, though, is Shefachach uh, Vikaki. What? It's directed by John Favreau. Okay, let me just look for it because <laughs> I do not know what you are talking about. I love you. <laughs> oh, I see now. The very end. <laughs> it's just a. It looks like it's just a, a string of Scandinavian letters. <laughs> oh, oh, it's Paper Tiger, except it's just. I oh, know it's not. Over here it says The Chef Show. Well, it says Gwyneth Paltrow is in it. I'm so confused. What the fuck is this? Did someone just steal his name for something? I have no idea. However, I'm very uh I'm very interested though in Breaking Bad though. I want to know what he was who he played oh, who he played in Breaking Bad. He played a minor recurring role. Did he? Who did he play though? That's what I I don't know. know. I've never watched the show. Um I just know that I he's did, been I in it. I just don't remember him being in it. I think it was a pretty minor role. Yeah. What's Bill Burr? The guy screams at everyone. Oh, well, hey, he he's can QB. talk quietly. He's QB. He was a. Ah, uh... oh, fuck. What was he? Uh, he's alive. He's one of the only characters in that fucking show that's alive. Oh, that's right. So he played uh, just like a very, very minor, like, just side character. He's one of Saul's henchmen. All right. So yeah, he was. He was. Uh, I can't remember if he was, because like Saul was kind of like both with and against Walter Walter White. So I can't remember if he like is a bad guy or a good guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I never watched the show. It's not bad. I really liked it. Yeah, I've heard good things about it. I just don't have the the time or the the capacity for of of effort to put into watching a a whole show like that. Oh yeah, no, that's understandable completely. I just started watching House, so I'm, you know, I I'm I'm watching the maximum number of shows that is possible. Oh, you just finished watching House? No, I just started watching House. Oh, okay, never mind. I won't go. I won't spoil anything. I'm finishing then. Community with Haley. I watched it like a year and a half ago for the first time. Now I'm watching it again uh, for the second time. Very good show. Highly recommend to you personally, Jared. Watch watch Community. I will watch Community again. Don't worry. It's on 
It's on Netflix. Is that what they replaced The Office with? I can't wait to see them now, the the headlines. Uh, fans still mourning over loss of Office should really check out Community. Well, I know I'm going to be right. I wouldn't even put them in this one. Actually, Community has been on Netflix for a while. Um, yeah, I know, but that's the thing, though, Alex. That's That's what I'm getting at, though. It's like there's going to be all these news sites, these, like... The, well, not really news, but you know, journalist sites. Like, and they're entertainment. Gonna be all like, eh, I mean, that implies that there's entertainment there, but <laughs> they cover they cover entertainment. They cover well, they cover entertainment in a fucking pool of shit. Like, is what they're like doing, what, like what we do. I mean, the difference between us and news websites is, uh, I'm not writing this with a gun in my mouth as a, you know. I'm having fun while I'm doing this, but we Good don't point. get paid either. So I guess that's the trade off. That is correct. You don't get paid for this. Which brings me to my next query. This isn't for you, Alex. Hey, listeners, there's a dead drop location in the east of Manhattan. I'm not going to give you expli- like direct details on this, but you need to hear me out. Inside of a small little lockbox hidden behind a red brick inside a gray brick, gray brick building, you will find $137. That money is drug money. Do with it whatever you want, but never tell anyone know it comes back to me. You hear? This is my gift to you. Find that one, and you will find a key to a smaller, even more obscure lockbox. This one is located in East Asia. I've said too much. Good hunting. <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, back to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll, we'll we'll close it out in just a minute. Um, oh, but I want to run this by cool. you and yeah, uh, and listeners. If you have if 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 this interests you, uh, leave a comment or or whatever. Um, Jared, I'm thinking about adding a uh, a video component to the to the show. It might be um, difficult because I don't have a camera. Well, you can use one of your phones as a webcam. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. So I'm thinking of adding like a uh, a video element to the show and possibly streaming on Twitch. Um, possibly. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. I might not do the whole Twitch thing until we have a bigger audience. I don't. I don't know. Um, Was a Steel Jake's. I know you're watching, gamer. I'm coming for you. Gross. We're gonna. No, not like that. We're gonna steal. <laughs> we're gonna steal his Twitch followers. It's gonna be like uh, Team Rocket stealing Pokemon. We're gonna get a hot air balloon and a big vacuum cleaner. <laughs> Just suck his followers up. <laughs> Just. We're gonna <laughs> suck all of his followers. Jake's gonna throw like a fucking Jared. balloon at us or something. What? We're going to suck all of his followers. Yeah, I mean, they're probably cleaner than ours. Ain't that right, all of you dirty, dirty boys? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to piss on your pants now. You like that? Yeah. So, yeah, so, Jerry, oh. we can, uh, <laughs> we can uh, sort of experiment with that video idea. It'll make yes, our clips more visually it. interesting. All they're going to see is a fat guy, a Redditor sitting at his his battle station, ranting about Star Wars. So, I mean, just watch any why the episode nine was bad video and you, you get the same thing. You know what? Watch Grand Reviews. 
Like, just just don't even... Just get scenes from Quentin Reviews. That's me. Look. Just, just don't even... I'm not even going to record gonna it. Say, I'm just going to send you muted I'm clips not, from Quentin Reviews. I'm not going to say that Jared and Quentin Reviews are the same person. However, I will say that I've never seen the two of them in the same room together. I hope we get really big so, like, that becomes an actual problem. <laughs> it's like, hey, you... You guys look exactly the same. Alex goes That's to why, uh, goes okay, to that, VidCon with me, and Quentin reviews gets lost. Accidentally goes home with Quentin. <laughs> no, that's why you got to bring back the sideburns. I don't want to. I like the beard. It's warm, and it makes me look more like an adult and less yeah. like a teenager. <laughs> I've been dabbling with facial hair. I don't yeah. grow it very well, but I have groomed it in such a way that looks. Uh, rather debonair, shall I say. I don't know what that means, but nice. You have to remember, my lexicon is the same as most seamen. <laughs> and I mean sailors when I say that, not the other thing. I was hoping that was what you meant, but <laughs> I've learned not to hope with you. Don't ever hold on to hope. Hope is for the weak. Enjoy life as it is, or take it from someone else. That is my only advice for you. <laughs> so Devonair, that sounds like a fucking Axe brand kind of spray thing. Sounds like something you... I prefer you'd... to think it sounds more like Old Spice, but yeah, no, you get no, the general no. Well, you know, that's a good point, because Axe flavors are like, it's chocolate man. It's like, oh. Well, Axe, what? Axe <laughs> always smells like an eighth grade dance. Yeah, but it's always like weird. It's like, this is tropical storm. It's like, why though? It's, it just smells we like We have captured strawberry. the scent of Hurricane Katrina. I love those things though, because like all men shampoo is just like the same scent as female shampoo. Why did I say it like that? It's all the same scent as women's shampoo. The difference is though, women's shampoo just tells you what it's scented like, while men's shampoo tells you what like sounds like more badass, but still the same scent. For example, it's like strawberry and kiwi for women's shampoo. For men's shampoo, it's like fucking Normandy beach run tequila or some shit like yeah. that. It just like it said beach in it. So, you know, it's citrusy, but the rest <laughs> of it's just to make you feel macho. My no, favorite I feel one. Like women's shampoo has a wider variety of smells. Because like men, men's hygiene products like soap and, and body wash and shampoo and stuff, it's Alex, a very Alex, limited Alex. range of scents and they all Alex. smell bad. That's the thing though. It's like you think it's only the women's shampoo that has the fruits and stuff. It's because they got in your head and they make you think that's a different scent. They're all the same scent. Lavender is still the same scent as electric degree. I don't know about that because all... All men's shampoo that I have encountered, uh, it 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 smells like a sketchy locker room, or like at on like the frilliest end, it's like maybe like oh eucalyptus, yeah. But even that, that's just minty, sketchy locker room. Yeah, no, and it's just you're like that's the but thing. But then women like- women's shampoo is always like tropical breeze, kissed by the sun, you know, like um. And there's men's fucking mermaid scorched. It's like tires, lightning. 
lightning tires. <laughs> but that's the thing, though. I've gotten to the point where I can like discern what it's supposed to be based on what the name is. So it's like lightning bolt. Lightning bolts in most cases are either yellow or blue. So it's either going to be daffodils or lilacs. Now, Jared, are you familiar with Old Spice and their range of scents? Mm-hmm. Old My brother Spice uses Old Spice all had, the time. Old Spice had a an amazing opportunity thrust upon them. They could yeah. have had Old Spice exaggerated swagger. Oh my God, you're right. What do they call it? Just Old Spice. They they have Old Spice swagger, which is what I use. And they could have they could have like briefly renamed it exaggerated swagger they could have capitalized on the meme i have one and i my deodorant has the most amazing name it's men degree 24 hours power storm power storm power storm (laughs) power storm it it's the same scent as my lavender candle so it's pretty close to what i said earlier just lightning yeah, everything is lightning, but Power Storm, I don't know why they call it that and they didn't just call it lavender cuz it's just that. It's just like it it just smells like lavender. But it's like it has to be a manly name or else no one's going to use it. So now we have sawdust and shotgun breeze. <laughs> and those translate into oranges and uh and summer a, a midsummer night's breeze. The, the scent of, of of a nice night in with the folks. It's kind of like it's kind of like what Gorilla Glue did. Where it's like it's just it's just terrifies. But audience. they made it they just they made it into like this glue has the power of the jungle within it. You see, that's not what I I know Gorilla Glue for. I know it for its fucking horrifying commercials where people I are know like, where it's like God, I wish there was a sticky substance where I could repair this broken t- chair. And they turn around and fucking Harambe's and there, ooh, ooh, handing them Gorilla Glue, and it's like, oh, what the fuck? And it's like, you know what? I've I've specifically avoided getting into the the situations where I need glue now, just in case that might happen. Well, I don't want to be around someone. Up. I'm always stocked up on Gorilla Glue. Who's like, God damn, we're out of glue. And then he turns around and Harambe's there, gives him the glue, and then starts freaking the fuck out because he's in a timeline he doesn't exist in. <laughs> Gorilla Glue is a nightmare. This has been the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, anyway, closing out the show. Yes, because I do have to go and eat dinner. Thank you, everyone, for listening to uh, another episode of Bold of You to Say. Uh, sorry uh, that this episode wasn't very well planned out. I uh, hope you I'm still enjoyed. I'm not apologizing. They, they, they get this for free. Fuck you, know you listeners. At the very, Give me at money. The, at the bare minimum, it's nice background <laughs> noise. Uh, we are the best background noise. Now, if, if you did like today's episode, be sure to subscribe, like, comment, whatever your platform allows. Um, subscribe so you don't miss next week's episode. Leave a comment uh, if you want to tell us that we were wrong about anything or, uh, you know, if you just got something nice to say, add nice comments only, please. Uh, that's our one request. Um, please stop trying to fuck us. If you have any uh, suggestions for topics that you want us to cover, then leave those in the comments down below and we will 
consider covering that topic. Uh, Jared is being called right now, so we got to finish up real quick and then do the intro. So thank you, everyone, for listening. This has been Bold of You to Say. I am your host, Alex Myers. Goodbye. Uh, Yes, goodbye. Oh, Alex, I just realized we forgot to call them all. We forgot to threaten to piss in their pants if they didn't subscribe. Oh, all right. Yeah, you can do that now. I will piss your pants if you don't subscribe. And...